<laughs> you, stop! No. You're like an idiot. <laughs> no, I'm laughing and can't do it. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Bethany, you were supposed to hold out your note. Oh, sorry. Okay, I ready? don't know. No, it's okay. Let's just get on with it. So, it's the three of us again. Audrey. Bethany. And Cassie. And today we're going to be talking about the hot topic of anxiety. Mm. And I. No, A-N-X. A-N-X. A-N-I-N-E-E-T-Y. Anxiety. Anxiety shows itself in many different forms. And I feel like we all have varying degrees of anxiety, correct? I just have life crises. <laughs> I don't, I don't have, like, yeah. daily anxiety. I have... Oh my gosh, what have I done? My life is going to crap. Yeah, Cassie's more of like regret slash like very Not even regret, just like, oh my, I don't... No, you regret, you're like, should I have said that? I don't know. Like you well, like yeah. stew over things That's like true. nobody I know. I would feel like if anyone of us would have social anxiety, it would be Cassie. Oh, for sure. Oh, really? for sure. Literally... Cause somebody came over. You're the most to my, social, no, Cassie. That's the to question. my parents' house. That's the other day, and I was literally like, "Mom, hell, come here, Dad, come downstairs." Oh my gosh! What? It's yeah. the whole questioning everything she says, social yeah. interactions, how people perceive you. That's the whole social anxiety. Cassie, thing. you need to be more confident. Get that tissue away from her. Thank you. Her dog likes to chew on tissues. It's and yeah, it's, I think everybody's it's a daily dog does. or like a. It's been like my whole life trying to be more confident, and I have come a long way. But I still have a long way to go. Okay, so Bethany, how does your anxiety manifest? Um, I don't have crippling anxiety. I want to say that real quick. So like, I don't either. Yeah, it's not that bad. I get, I do get really anxious quite frequently, and that's like a new thing for me. I was never an anxious person until like probably. Well, you've it, never had this much responsibility in your life. Yeah, I like could care less. Couldn't care less. God, why do I always say it wrong? Because <laughs> I could says not it wrong. care less um, when I was in high school about literally anything. So that helped me not be anxious because I didn't care. So, anyways, that yeah, me not caring made me not have anxiety. And then when I, I honestly think it may have started like moving to New York. I well, I have this tendency to like not think about anything until the very last second, and then I'm like literally going, and then I'm like, wait, like, did oh I make the right gosh, decision? Did like, I did I just screw myself over? Um, so yeah, moving to New York and then being on my own, and but honestly, I don't remember ever being anxious that first year. I think I was honestly just like so ignorant that like I didn't know I should be anxious in a sense. It's and then, when you have the responsibility of someone else, you yeah, to take I, care of as well. Yeah, like, you were just. Looking on my own, yeah. yeah. Like, if I died, I died. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I didn't really care that much. And then... You, but I also wasn't in school. You're very, very, very much a caretaker all your whole life. Like, you put other people on your back, basically. Like, mm. their responsibility with, like, other family members and just, like, little kids in general. Me. Or <laughs> Audrey, cousins, like, anybody who could look up to you in any sense. Like, you're just like, okay, I am responsible for you. And which is, like... Um, amazing and a great thing and for sure a spiritual gift but also you take it to an extreme and where it's like a fault because yeah, you stress like, yourself out way too much and yeah. it's not your responsibility if they you know make it out alive you're not a parent yet but oh my god I can you never, make it I will not ever be a parent <laughs> yeah um, oh my gosh, why are we always talking about being parents in this show 
the first episode with all three of us, we were talking about being parents. We too. did. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't remember, remember that. <laughs> <laughs> um, we blocked that out. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, I like didn't really develop anxiety until probably like, I would say at FIT, which is where I went to my the second college I went to. Oh, you um, gotta tell that story. <laughs> why? What story? Are you kidding story. me? You're oh, class. well, that was my second semester. I'm talking about my first semester. I, like, kind of was anxious. Not even about starting. Like, I was totally fine up until, I would say, finals. Because, okay, so I get to midterms, and I have never been... Like, I took college courses in um, high school, but, like, they were no big deal. And I didn't really take them seriously. I, like, got, like, a B and a C in a class. You know what I mean? Like, I just didn't care. And now if I get a B, I, like, hate myself. So... Which is completely illogical. Do not. I know. No. Yeah. No. It's stupid. But I get to midterms, and I literally like didn't even know that I had midterms. I like walk into the class, and they're like, "Okay, sit down. Your test, your exam is like starting." And I'm literally like, "What? Crapping myself." So then I. Yeah. (laughs) I think anyone. Well, because I was a full time. I was literally working like 65 hours a week as a 19 year old or more. Yeah. Literally, I was doing so much with my job and had an hour commute there and back yeah and it was just like not like school just wasn't on my radar because I came out of first of all my last two years of high school were a joke I like didn't have any classes on campus <clears throat> and then so Let's I had honest. two years of that and then I had a year of a like a gap year where I was just working so I wasn't in the mindset of like school studying like none of that and I had no college friends all of my friends were straight up like 30 year olds that I worked with or 40-year-olds. So they were, like, all way past school. So I didn't have anyone else to look to of, like, what am I supposed to doing? My older sister is a freaking college dropout. My mom didn't, like, my mom didn't finish college. Like, I didn't know what college was. So, yeah, I just was, like, totally, I was totally unprepared. And so I think that that's, like, what stemmed, like, looking back, I, like, sort of had PTSD. Our family's not great at preparation. Yeah, no. I'm sorry. Like, when it came to finals, yeah, I think I just, like, had... All, like obviously not PTSD but I was like anxious because of my experience with midterms um and then that like put a bad like taste in my mouth of exams which I like had good grades so it like all turned out okay um perks of like showing up to class y'all your professors will be way more nicer to you when grading your stuff if they like know that you're trying Even but anyway say <laughs> way more nicer <laughs> Is that how I said it? I, like, can't. I'm, like, trying to talk fast because I want to get my story over with, but I am so much to talk about. So, anyways, then I had anxiety for finals, and then it comes my second semester. Or, no, that was my, I don't know, my first, yeah, it was my second semester. So, then I get to finals in my Excel class, and once again, lack of preparation, and screwed my, I screwed myself over. But it's, like, how do you study for Excel? I don't know. Because it's, like, a computer program like how do you like study that you can't like make flashcards of like what keys do literally what? that was my worst class I've ever <clears throat> taken in my life I hate math and I hate algebra uh, let's say um and I literally could not pass that class so I had to cheat off of my best friend and she would like move her mouse slowly so I could see like yeah I'm like it's so not, not that I can't cheat. like figure like it's like I literally don't know where the buttons are yeah like what I actually took an Excel class this semester as well, and let me tell you, it is no joke. I mean, it's it's just like a foreign world. Like, how can this formula, this A6 equals E6, parentheses, parentheses, capital letter, if you put a space and you screw yourself over? If like, you put, like, an asterisk, it, like, makes everything different. Like, that does not make sense to me at all. It's It literally is almost like math. Or yeah. just trying to find the buttons. Yeah. I like, or, like, you put yeah. a space at the end of this, the... 
thing and then it like totally screws it over and yeah. you have to like back up oh my god Just nightmare all of it. also it's like if you don't know step one you can't go to step two so it's that like, no that's the thing math yes. issues you or like math you exams like, english exams you can skip no, question number one go to question number two Three, and you just missed that one question. Well, with Excel and, like, computer programming and stuff, like, if you don't know step one, you literally cannot move on. Like, you are stuck. So, or if you make it to question five and there's ten questions, you can't do, like, if you don't know question five, you're not moving any, like, on forward. So, anyways, I get into my Excel class and, like, Audrey had just moved to, um, New New York. York and was kind of struggling. And so I was, like, trying to help her with that and also I was still full-time at my job and just like trying to balance all aspects of life and like just not doing it very well and not like getting my priorities in straight because I was also trying to like enjoy New York blah 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 so I get to my excel final and I sit down and I'm like okay well I'm here I literally ran to class because I was like gonna be late um sit down and then it kind of like dawned on me like uh this is my final and so I'm sitting there staring at my computer like crap. And it's kind of like that sinking feeling of like, I need to go home. Like I need my mom almost. Um, and I have literally never felt that feeling before in my entire life. And that's the only time like, I you believe that was like truly an anxiety attack. Yeah, like I literally, like I, if I said a word, I would have like started bawling. And I'm not someone who ever cries. I like literally cry like twice a year. And it's normally because I'm like frustrated or mad. It's not because I'm like panicking or anything. So that was my, my first experience that like gave me a peek into um, like anxiety and stuff. And so that helped me. Honestly, that might have been like a God thing because it helped me feel what Audrey was going through on a daily basis and her anxiety. Um, so after, ever since then, I've been like way more compassionate towards Audrey. So I, I really did need that because I'm someone who has to experience things to like understand or be compassionate towards someone, which is really stupid and like one of my biggest faults. But I literally like am really hard at or not good at giving someone compassion or showing them empathy or anything like that unless I literally go through it. So I had that experience and I, I walk out of my test. Changed. I like look at the thing. I got past like question number one and question number two. And then question number three, I literally don't know. And I'm like, I can't look at my neighbor because I will literally fail. Like, I'll, I'll get a zero or I'll, like, fail the entire class. So I just t- tell my teacher, like, I've got to go to the bathroom. Why in the world she let me go to the bathroom? I do not know. Like, I don't know a professor that lets students go to the bathroom in the middle oh, of their final. Mac was like, she'd let you do what? <laughs> yeah, so I take my cell phone and I don't go to the bathroom. I go out into the middle of the hall and I call my dad and I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, do I leave? Like, do I tell her, like, I need to go to, like, to the hospital? Like, there's an emergency. Like, what do I do? And he's like, darling, I don't know what to tell you, um, but whatever happens, happens, and it's going to be okay, and if you have to retake this class, that's fine. Just take it again next semester. My dad's so, like, unbelievably understanding, so I'm like, I, okay. So I walk back in my classroom, I'm like, I've got to go, like, I, I just can't be here right now, and she's like, okay, um, well, let me tell you this. She was, like, the nicest lady ever. Meet me here at 8 o'clock tonight. I have my second class, and you can take the exam again, because if you don't come tonight, then you're going to have to, like, reschedule, blah, blah, blah. You have to have show up with like a doctor's form or like an emergency like something to prove that like you couldn't make the exam so she's like you don't want to do that so come tonight so I'm like okay so I take the paper and I run out and I go home and I literally am like bawling talking to my parents I get in the shower and then my dad's like you really should go tonight like even if you fail like you fail it's fine but just like try again so I'm like fine so literally I have five minutes to get to class I don't know what room I'm gonna be in so I'm like running down I think it was like 12 or it was like four avenues and then like a street which is kind of a long ways. Like, avenues are really long. Um, that's a long Yeah, way. so it, 
like walking took me like 12 minutes. So I'm like running and it's the middle of winter. So I've got like my huge coat on. I just got out of the shower. My hair's soaking wet. I'm in my sweatpants, my Ugg boots, literally looking so ugly. And I'm at a fashion school. So I'm already walking into this class feeling like a loser, no makeup on, wet hair and in a class full of like seniors because it was like the upper class, whatever. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, great. Well, then I just got through it and I got to be in the class. And I, I don't, don't know, know how, how, but you passed that. anyways, that was like my first experience ever with like true anxiety. And ever since then, I kind of get anxious around like midterms and finals. Every like semester, it gets easier and easier, but I definitely stress out for about like four days while I'm taking the exams. Like you really hardcore. Do. Like I don't eat, I don't sleep. Like I don't use the bathroom. It's really weird. I had, <laughs> I usually, I don't understand. <laughs> I usually don't have academic based anxiety but I did have one little bout in that's not sophomore year true. my I sophomore year no it was in my it was chemistry just that class. time period okay because I thought I remember you being anxious about essays and stuff too I always get anxious about <laughs> essays <laughs> you know what I always get anxious about essays but I know everything turns out okay but yeah. in this chemistry class I was like well I'm going to fail and I wasn't it didn't sit well with me yeah and I remember I felt like I was on a roller coaster the room started spinning <gasps> I felt like I was about to like black out black out yeah I literally felt like I was gonna pass out yeah I thought I was like literally gonna hit the ground yeah and so I run out into the hallway in the middle of class call my mom in the hallway and I was like I literally don't know what's happening I think like, both of us just call mom and dad. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I was like, I was literally like, because nothing like that had ever happened to me before, and so I was like, I don't know if I like Am have dying. cancer yeah. or if there's like a tumor, brain tumor, in my brain. literally. Yeah. I was like, no idea what was going on, and later, obviously, I was like, well, that, that was probably one of my first anxiety attacks, but that was the first one I'd ever had in public. But I would say my anxiety is more on a day to day basis. Like I can't sleep. Um, it really manifests in, like, every decision that I make. Like, sometimes I don't even, like, making the decision of what TV show to watch because it, like, stresses me out so much. Yeah, or, like, I I feel like it started with just trying to, like, ignore, like, her phone. Like, she wouldn't get on social media or look at her text messages because she just didn't want to deal with like answering people's questions or people were asking her like oh do you want to make plans like it was even like little things like hey do you want to go grab a cup of coffee would just stress her completely out ruin her day even of things that like didn't really matter and well and it it did progress into you pushing your school school work back like a lot like you would just not not log on on your back blackboard or whatever it is yeah and just literally ignore it yeah that was easier than even just like filling something out which would stress me out like even me like I have never ever turned in something late because that gives me anxiety to the core like or when Audrey's like yeah I have three zeros in like three zero discussion boards I literally am like what that's our like Like, efficiency bone I'm like what I missed something yeah get all the bonus points yeah like when me and Audrey left Portland um we left like in a very sudden um Manner. Yeah, thank Very, you. I'm like, uh. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it was so sudden. Like, within like a couple of hours, we decided we were leaving and we left. So, I didn't have my homework done. And I'm literally ha- like, we drove through a blizzard. So, like, we couldn't do my homework on the road like I thought we were going to. So, anyways, I missed five points. Like, five points at- is nothing. And I was literally like, I thought about it for like three days. <laughs> 
Like, literally, I was so mad at myself. No, while I'm over here, I'm taking C's get degrees to another level. Yeah. Okay? Like. Okay. See, that was me in high school. I literally think it's because she's the freaking smartest. Yeah. But, like, in high school, I wouldn't even show up to my finals. Like, if they were like, oh, it'll drop you down to C, I'm like, peace. That's fine. Like, my high school grades do not matter. And Audrey was always, like, wanting to get A's. And, like, if she... If she got a B, she was, like, disappointed, and I was, like, bro, I'll take a zero here and there. Like, I did not care. Yeah. And now I'm, like, holding on for the A's. I don't know if it's just, like, I don't want it to, I don't want to let myself get that anxious, and so I'm just, like, screw it. Like, I'm not going to let this defeat me. Right. But it's about school where I, like, should do it, but I, I just can't do it sometimes. But I also. So I don't do it. I think, like. Okay, I don't know if this is going to embarrass you or, like, make you mad that I'm talking about this. So you can cut it out if you want to. I don't like editing these things, so if you're going to say it, say it. (laughs) Okay, well, Audrey used to, like, want to be, like, Miss Academia. Like, she really loved school and loved getting good grades. And that was, like, her thing. Because me and Cassie, like, Cassie was smart, but she didn't really care that much. And I, like literally didn't give you, a crap see yeah because you say oh you were smart no you were smart too i just like really didn't care that much you were like freaking anti-school like, yeah like i hate it. i thought yeah. well just like the social construct that is freaking school like, is so you want to tell me to freaking show up from 8 a.m to 4 p.m every day screw you <laughs> just stupid like i'm not gonna sit here and like do what you say when like what you say is to do a crossword puzzle like this how is this helping me but anyways so Audrey loved school, and she used to be obsessed with Gilmore Girls. And in the show Rory, like, not, no spoiler alerts, but, like, she's super-duper smart, a bookworm, like, just really gives her all to school. And then Ivy she ends League. up, Yeah, then she ends up going to an Ivy oh. League school and loves it. I'm not going to say which one, because that's a huge spoiler. Yeah, and I but, haven't watched it, so. But anyways, so she, Audrey just loved Rory and was, like, saw, like, herself in that character all throughout, like, middle school, high school, elementary school, she was always in, like, a gateway or um, AP classes, always a teacher's pet, and so that was, like, her thing, and that's where she spent all of her time and energy in, in yearbook class and stuff, and then when she started, like, getting very antsy in the town that we grew up in and, like, started, um, like, getting little twinges of mental illness, like, she wasn't, like, full-on depressed or had, like, full-on anxiety yet but she just like wasn't feeling herself and kind of like going through some stuff so then she just like was tanking when she didn't realize she was I remember her getting a credit a credit card um what's it called report, report card report card thank you god can you tell how much can, I didn't I care about high school I clued I think she like got some grades back that were like <laughs> low b's or something and she thought she had like literally all 100s in all of her classes and was just like shocked and didn't like, couldn't real, or, like, didn't never realize that she was falling behind like she was, and then ever since that point, she kind of just, like, let herself, like, that gave her so much anxiety that she wasn't the best of the best, that she just, like, decided to almost quit completely. Mac is like that, too. He did that in college. He completely checked out because he realized, like, okay, I'm not I the cannot smartest. be the yeah. absolute best, because, like, all growing up, he would literally get like 100s on every single assignment he got a 36 on the math portion of the act like he was just used to being the best of the best and when he got to college and there's like other smarter people or people who are willing to work way harder he's like all right i'm not even gonna like yeah i'll just like get a degree and like which he still did great compared to like normal people but yeah he's a mechanical engineer so like hello he's freaking smart yeah but But within mechanical engineering they're alike in that 
in that aspect where it's like, well, if, if I'm not going to be the best, then why try? Yeah. So that, I think, like, looking back, that's where her, um, like, anxiety, or not even anxiety, but, like, anxiety that turned into neglect with academics, like, stemmed, which sucks because we didn't, like, catch her mental illness or, like, her depression as soon as we should have because it was we during like the teen angst years and well, like everyone was doing stupid crap like some of her friends were like legit like running away and stuff with like boys or like, like multiple times yeah like or I don't like know Amber doing alert. illegal things yeah. yeah so compared to all of like that going on and like teen pregnancy and crap like she was mild plus we didn't know anyone like really close to us who had a mental illness no we illness I didn't know anyone all. period yeah so like the only like, person that I knew had a mental illness is Amber Portwood on like 16 and pregnant old, yeah. and she had like bipolar like that's literally the Which only time I'd ever a heard lot of different. oh yeah the depression the, yeah. yeah so so anyways, I don't. I hope you don't mind me sharing that, but I think it's important because I think a lot of people do deal with that, especially in academics, like being the best and then all of a sudden like, crap, I'm not. Because school system is stupid and it compares everyone in the same way and we're not all the same. Yeah, we don't all learn the same. We don't all like show our... Or we don't all have the same like talents and skills. Yeah, like people who are... The same, even the same motivating skills, the things that motivate us, like definitely not. Like the thing... The, the things that motivate us three are completely different yeah. from each other. So yeah. imagine, like, you know, all of us going through the same school 3, system. 3,000 yeah. people, how much that differs. Like, it's crazy. And even just, like, within our personalities, like, schools are really built for um, extroverts and people who, like, thrive on being in clubs and groups and, like, the teacher's pet and are loud Gosh, and funny. Yeah. And so for introverts, like, you're either really smart and you just, like, tuck your head and, like, get by. Get by. Or you. I mean, this school system just crushes you because you're constantly having to pair up with a random person and raise your hand and get called on in class and do and group projects and make and and, and make a rap and like, like I had to do speeches to, and presentations and and like yes, a little bit of that I definitely think is necessary for introverts to like do that and also for extroverts to get good at that if they're really good at public speaking but that shouldn't be like 90 percent of the school no i think and which it is and so like introverts really i legit in fifth grade i had to make a bill of rights rap in my social studies class and i was like it was my nightmare as a child i was like she literally remembers (laughs) (laughs) i was dreading like it was to the point where I was like, oh my gosh, in school, I, in elementary school, I went through a bout of, I would lie and say I had thrown up in the bathroom and then I needed to go home. Oh. Yeah. Well, here's part of the to, problem, too. It's like, I either didn't want to do something or I had just had like, a bad day. Just crippling or, anxiety, like, well, you need to leave. Kids have no reference or frame of reference for life and they don't realize that, like, it's uh, not I didn't a big realize, deal. Yeah. yeah, I didn't realize that this wasn't how life was always going to be and these weren't always the people I was going to be around and... That no one else would ever remember this or that. Like, tomorrow people won't remember it. Yeah. And everybody else is freaking nervous, too. Like, it feels like like the whole world. Oh, and and all of your life. And everyone's judging you in that classroom. And the biggest deal. And this is who you will be for the rest of your life. And it's not. Yeah. Oh, I wish fifth graders were listening to this because... But, like, but you can't... Let me tell you. Like, you can't... As much as people tell a kid, like, oh, this doesn't matter, like... In that moment, it does matter. And, like, like they say puppy love. Oh, puppy love. But, like, in that moment, that is true love for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you don't know anything else. Your crush sitting there, oh, my gosh. Like, that's yeah. a big deal. You don't yeah. want to rap in front of your crush. Like, I was just thinking 
Oh, I've never, I never really had anxiety, whatever. And you said the word fifth grade, and I was like, <gasps> Yes, oh you my did. Gosh. Oh my gosh, I literally about that. created an ulcer inside of my stomach, and my stomach was leaking stomach acid into the rest of my body. It was the worst pain I've ever felt in my entire life. It was because not good. because I had to move schools. After my fourth grade year, I finished out fourth grade. We moved like halfway through fourth grade, but it was just across to the other side of the school district in the same town. So my mom drove me for the rest of fourth grade so I could finish out that, that year. year. And then for fifth grade, I went to a brand new school. Well, you guys know how, how big a deal fifth grade is whenever you're that well, little. Hold on. Where we're what, where we're from, it's um, kindergarten through fifth grade oh, in elementary yeah. schools. So now it's different, but so yeah, like so that grade, was like one year left in that school. So fifth graders are top dogs. They get to do the fun stuff. You know, you're all with all your friends. When, it's with, all in the a, memory in stuff. A, in a small town, you've literally grown up with the same like people. Like since you're a baby. Yes. Like your preschool, dance class, My cousin went to that school, yeah. all my friends. So like it's like. Your neighbors. Yeah. You have emotional ties with these people as a fifth grader and everybody knows everybody. And they and you're celebrate just comfortable that too. too. Yeah. So like they have like the fifth grade DVD where they have like a slideshow of pictures from like baby photos the entire well yeah, yeah baby photos of everyone and then like up till how they are now but then also like photos from everyone in class in kindergarten everyone on the playground in third grade everyone at super kids day in fourth grade like yeah. it's just all the stuff so I was in all of that stuff from the DVD and the other school and then I was in nothing from this school I didn't know anyone I like okay this is really embarrassing I don't even know if you guys know this but I like reinvented who Cassie was when I went to yeah. fifth grade oh we could tell <laughs> like Cassie it was really very bad. evident she Whenever, was like macho man yes like, it was just disgusting i don't know what because it was that like it was you like needed confidence yeah you needed like i don't care i need like, to be tough. cassie yeah yeah she used to like arm wrestle the boys in fifth grade literally i made cl- and she was like, like that his elbow bleed because i mashed his elbow on the desk so hard yeah and she would wear like basketball shorts would, and like yeah. t-shirts because and i was, was super girly and oh like, like velvet outfits like dresses like pearls yeah that was who i was at the other school at the first school and then i like completely changed persona it was and so i think like trying to be somebody else just who stress, i wasn't yeah and trying to be so tough i just like broke my body yeah. This is weird. Well, I'm stressed. Like, unpacking my bag. Yeah, and like therapy. <laughs> yeah. I keep telling you, you need to go to freaking therapy, Cassie. But um, <laughs> stress is insane. And like, even in my adult life, I am seeing stress in like a new light. And sometimes it's anxiety, but like most of the time, it's just this overall like stress of yeah. to dos and life and and it manifests things looming over your head so much. Oh and yeah, we don't realize. And like some people get hives when they're stressed out. Yeah. Some people can't sleep. Some people sleep get way too ulcers. much. Yeah, some people get ulcers. You, I get- like. Yeah, I like literally can't crap for days. <laughs> like days. Or eat. Or eat. Or like eat. Your like I'll go. I'll literally go like seventy two hour seventy two hours with eating nothing. Like which is so bad for water, you. Coffee, it. water, and like I don't poop because of it. <laughs> and it's just miserable. And I can't sleep. I literally get like two hours of sleep a night for days. Uh, about like, oh, I have to drive on a road trip a couple of hours, which is like I get that. That's like kind of scary. Okay, a couple of hours, more like like twenty. More like forty-eight. 20, yeah, hours. forty-eight hours within the span of like two days. But anyways, yeah, it's just like stress, really. Forty-eight hours within the span of two days. So every <laughs> second of those two days. <laughs> no, shocker. Like shocker. No, it was like twenty-seven hours in forty-eight hours. Twenty-seven hours of driving in forty-eight hours of time. Yes. Yeah, so sorry. Yeah, I back. Like I said that backwards. Long. Or I don't remember how what the exact like numbers were, but it was it was like three hours of sleeping each night. Yeah. 
And, like, I did the entire drive. But anyways, that happens. Or, like, finals week, yeah, I don't, like, really eat for days. And then I, like, cry because I'm so stressed. Um, and when I say cry, I mean, like, I tear up when I'm talking to someone. Uh, <laughs> I feel like these people think I, like, ball all the time and dude, I never was cry. A, that, oh. was a di- that was a different time. Portland was such a stressful time in our lives don't like to think or talk about it we don't yeah we don't talk about <laughs> i portland loved portland like i loved portland and in i love like the exciting experience scar like wants you but i yeah here i'll hold her but i bet you but this is good to talk about because i bet you everyone thinks that you've had no issue well that's not true you share a lot online but if people aren't watching your vlogs they might think oh my gosh portland was look like a dream like it was amazing. Which and it parts was. Of it were, yeah. But there's still life. And that's like the highlight reel that you don't see on Instagram. I mean. Correct. These people that I'm sharing my life with, what do they think of me? I, I don't, I don't know if I share too much or if I share too, I don't, I don't share too little. No. No, you don't, don't share too little. I don't know if I share too much or if, if anybody good. cares yeah, right. or if it's good or I whatever. I think people care. I get messages, like, four messages a day. People My friends being like, message me. I really love how much you and Audrey show online. Yeah. Like, I live in a small town where, like, nobody talks about mental illness or I'm, like, super religious and I didn't really know that there were Christians that were feminists. Like, people just, like, we have a really cool outlook on life because we do come from an extremely conservative area. And we lived in a very liberal area, and then, like, mixing those two, and then plus, like, we're Christians, and we love people, but yeah. also, like, you struggle with mental illness, and I struggle with, like, not caring about people, so. I mean, yeah, I did get a super encouraging message from Claire. She's one of the girls that came to visit me at my store in New York. Oh my gosh! Audrey, How maybe sweet. she doesn't want you saying who she is. I'm not gonna say her last name. Yeah, but yeah, her friend Claire? that came with her knew. Knows. No, she... Knew, knows, knows. Claire and Olivia, they probably... Okay, I love you guys both, but Claire messaged me and she was like, you know, just saying, hey, thanks for what you do on the podcast, and I do care, which was nice because I have this super crippling, not super crippling, no, but like super like, does anybody care? Is anybody listening? Am I just like saying this stuff and everybody's like laughing behind the scenes like, yeah, this chick thinks like what she's saying. No, I don't think anything. Mm -mm. But you're laughing at someone life and like what they're sharing that you you have more issues yeah no but I do want people to know like you I want people to know how much words mean to you (laughs) yeah but I no I just want them to know like you're not just this 24 7 like basket case you struggle hard but then you're also like such a light and you're such a leader too like you have amazing qualities that people don't think about whenever they think about oh a person with mental mental illness I can't talk. But also, mental like, illness. Yeah, mental um, illness. You is struggle so, so much harder than mm-hmm. other people just to live day to day, but you're not defined by your mental illness, if that makes sense. Because yeah. I feel like it's easy for people to just be like, oh, well, she's mentally ill. But it's like, no, she has depression and. Yeah, and I think that we're, like, coming out of that because, yeah, people used to, like, lock people up who were, like, just depressed and it's like, bro, you just need, like, the right medicine and, like, help. Learning how to cope. Yeah, exactly. Skills Um, and time. And realizing that, like, your life might look a lot different than other people who don't struggle with depression or anxiety or anything else. And knowing, yeah, that that's that's you and we're all different and that's fine. But you're still just as amazing of a person and just as purposeful and just as useful. And also, yeah, like, you can carry a job and you can go to school and you can, like, conquer just as much. Like, it might be harder for a second. Yeah. My, in my last therapy appointment... 
um, he kind of told me, like, the plan, like, what we were going to do and what we were going to talk about and what our goals are, like, with therapy in these next couple weeks or months or years or however long I see him. Um, he was talking to me about authority figures and how much authority figures mean to me. And I, like, if you're an authority figure in my life and I like you and you say something, I'm going to take that to yeah. heart, whether it's good or bad. And that's the yeah, worst person good. I need in my life because I say a bunch of crap that I do not mean whatsoever. Bethany is my authority figure. She <laughs> is... I don't... I'm ne- her nanny. I don't look up to her. <laughs> like, I'm not like, oh, I want to be like Bethany someday. But I do. <laughs> she's, uh, like, <laughs> she's like, you know what? Let me make this clear. I am not her. <laughs> I don't want to be Bethany one day, but her opinion does matter. So when she says something, mm-hmm. I take it to heart. <laughs> the bane of my existence. And so he was talking about finding me and loving me and like all this stuff and as much as I didn't think I need to like love myself and be confident in myself that's what he saw in me he saw um a very yeah dude. not confident person and um yeah and so as that's something I didn't see in myself and which was like kind of like an eye-opener like oh shoot at this new job like that like oh shoot yeah. Oh, oh shoot. <laughs> she looked at me like, what are you saying right now? Sorry. At this new job, I am so, like, I need people to like me so much. Like, Audrey, actually. what the heck? I know. That's what I did to in where, fifth grade. Don't give yourself a I know. freaking ulcer. But, like, at my other jobs, I would totally compromise who I was. And they'd be like, oh, do yes. you like this? And I'd be like, yeah, I love that. And I'm like, wait, what is that? And they're like, oh, well, that's weird because I hate that. And you're like, oh! <laughs> me too, me too. Yeah, totally, totally, totally. Wait, I don't can know I tell you a funny for. story? When I, moved to, when, I went to, when I moved to Intermix, when I started working at Intermix, someone was like, oh, I saw that on Nat Geo's page. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I've heard of Nat Geo. And they were like, I, th- I think I said I've heard of her because I heard, like, Nat Geo, that sounds really oh. familiar. It's National Geographic! <laughs> and I literally... <laughs> I was like, oh, I think I know who that is. And they're literally so like, uh, yeah, what an so idiot. Me trying what to like be hashtag relatable. And you still remember it. I just what died you- laughing. It was just me and Jess. But I just died laughing. It was like, okay, well, that's how I recognize that name. Yeah, so like at this new store, I was trying to be like myself and I'm trying to, because people like when you have your own opinions. They don't want a yes man. Oh, right? that's the worst. I so cannot hang out with these. At this man. new store that I'm working at, I'm trying to, like, be myself and have my own opinions and disagree with people and, you know, be myself because if I'm going to be working at this store for an extended, extended period of time, I need people to know the real me and I don't have to be faking it the entire time. And you don't right? have to, like, keep up with what you're actually saying. Yeah, so, like... It's, like, almost like lying, basically. You want to- <laughs> God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> don't know if I want to talk about that on the podcast. <laughs> no, that's but like that's five year continue. Old that's a totally different story. <laughs> continue talking because I have another point that I want to make after you. But yeah. I wonder if that stems from that because Ew. you were lying because you wanted to be pleasing. It all stems back to people no, pleasing. It doesn't stem back to people pleasing. It stems back to the least complicated option. Yeah. Yeah. yeah which is people pleasing. Kind yeah, of. Yeah. yeah. And so like. Whatever is the least bumpy. Yeah, I will cover people's shifts. I will do all this stuff today. Actually, I got a shift. Um, they texted me and asked if I could cover from 9 to 5. And I was like, I'm so sorry, but I can't. Which, at the beginning, I want to be like, yes, I can. Because I want them to think, oh, Audrey's someone that I can count on at this new store. But I had to say no today. Yeah. And that was really hard on me. And I had to kind of like bottle it up and cry and be like, oh my gosh. 
will they still like me? And he was like, yeah, thanks for responding. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, like, but I feel that's, so bad. I will say though, coming from a person who used to work at a restaurant and like literally just that response is the world because most people would sh- just straight up ignore you. And it's like, well, what the heck? Can you, just, you or can you not? Like, yeah, like you just, answer like, give me, me just like, give me a yes or no. Like, I don't care. I yeah. need to keep looking other places or like, what the heck? So there you, you did what you could and you did what was best for you that day. So that's, that's a really good step. Okay. But what I was going to say, um, going back to, I just, I don't know. I thought about this randomly, not randomly cause we're talking about it, but <laughs> I just thought about this when we were talking at the beginning of the conversation about like stress, um, showing like in physical form in different ways on different people and me, um, not being able to grab, like, being constipated and, like, not eating and stuff. And Cassie getting an ulcer. Well, Audrey, when she was really little, going back to, like, academics, too, when she was really little, she would lose, like, yes. huge chunks of her hair, like, half bald. No, to the point where we were convinced. She was shaving she, her head. Yeah. Like, we were like, you're lying to because us. Because it was straight at the, like, it wasn't just, like, her hair breaking off. It was straight falling out to where it was, there was, like, no evidence no, that there like was Like, it literally looked like shave, a shaved head. Like, yeah. But she, it would be in, like, circles, like, perfect circles, too. So we were like, you're literally shaving your head, yes. Audrey. Like, why are you we doing this? We were in Mardell's like, the first I'm time not. we discovered it. And she was, like, six. Like, she was so young. Um, and then we went to the doctor. I, like, it's so blurry because we were, like, literally children. I remember it perfectly. I remember you sitting in the back of the van, and we found out, and we were like, Audrey, what the crap have you done? You shaved your head. But we were in Mardell's. We were, I think we were going to Mardell's, and we were, but we were fighting. Or maybe we were coming back from Mardell's. We were yeah. in Mardell's. I think, I think what had happened was Bethany and Cassie found out in the back of the van, and then they sh- I, we showed our mom in Mardell's, and my mom called my, my dad over. She was like, Chris, look at this. And they, yeah, they thought I was shaving my head. Yeah, but what was like this? The little like pores of hair were there, but like no, it was the craziest. thing. Yeah, ever. it was so weird. And like the doctors still like don't really know like why. But it, it, it had to. They were like it has to be stress because yeah. people do lose hair, like have hair loss right. when they're stressed out, and that's like pretty common. But this, but was it was just like chunks. an extreme yeah amount of hair. But she was yeah. also six, so it was like, how, what are you stressing out? Yeah, like how are you that stressed? And also like. Our parents have never, like, been close to a divorce. Like, our family or our home life, like, no, uh, no, our life completely, period. Like, none of us have ever, like, gone through, like, really brutal stuff. No one was sick in our family. Like, we had a really nice life as children, for sure. And so we were just like, what? Like, what are you stressed about? Like, there's literally nothing to be stressed about. I remember one thing that did stress me out was... If you would get a 100 or a good grade or whatever, I don't remember what it was, on the times tables in math, like, you know, where you have to do, like, 100 times tables this in two minutes, you would get a sticker on this board, and mm-hmm. everybody who didn't get a sticker didn't do good on it, and everybody the, who did get a sticker... On the flipping wall. Yeah. In front of everyone. So, everybody's like, 
expects me to be this genius because they all think I'm smart and they know my grades and everything and they're like oh Audrey's so smart and she always like answers questions in class and the teacher loves her and like all this stuff so they're expecting me to get these good grades and when I didn't get a sticker on the wall everybody's like haha I did better than Audrey like I'm smarter than Audrey and all this stuff and I remember just being like that crushed me when I was a kid yeah elementary school is so stupid oh and it's just like I'm sure they weren't like seriously like oh I'm better than Audrey no it was just like oh my god I'm smarter they were probably jumping for joy like hallelujah I'm finally smarter than the smart kid oh my god and there was this one kid and now he like smokes weed and Audrey sorry we're not talking about my stance on weed in this podcast right now but he like is like this weird kid and (laughs) your stance on weed doesn't even go with your sentence okay whatever whatever um and he got a better grade than me, and I can remember just thinking, like, oh, my gosh, the world is over. Yeah. So, anyways, Audrey's, like, very stress-prone. So, even as a little kid, like, it was showing. So, also, like, if you are a parent, or if you have little siblings, or if you work with children, or if you plan on being a parent in the future, um, like, pay attention to your kid. And I, like, the older I get, the more I realize how much kids, like, how intuitive they are and like just they know what's going on and also like they feel real feelings even though you're like oh you have you have no idea what the real world is like like I hate when people say that it's like no but they know what their real world is like and they might deal with stress or anything internally or externally or they may be behaving poorly because of something like kids aren't just like these little robot things that like oh well they're just like misbehaving or they're just being weird like I don't know, just pay attention to kids because they, like, really do – they're, like, so much smarter and they know so much more that's going on than, like, you could ever think. Very intuitive. Even if they don't know exactly what's going on, they know something's wrong. They can, like, sense it, yeah, and, like, pick up on things. And also it's just, like, you're – I'm in, like, several child development classes right now and, like, special needs courses. But, like, you literally, like, even when – a child doesn't, can't process things correctly, like, they are remembering that, like, subconsciously. Like, when you are a baby, like, you're, you can deal with trauma that happened to you when you were six months old. And, like, you have no idea it even happened, but, like, you're dealing with it. You know what I mean? So. What also pisses me off, it pisses me off anytime anyone says you're too young for anything, pretty much. Yeah. To be, like, mature, to be, to know, or to be wise, or to know what you want to do with your life. Or put your two cents in on something. Yeah, but also to love somebody because I did, and I look back, and I did. You were, like, 12. E- I was, like, 14, and oh. I did. Well, <laughs> Why does it always be younger I know. You were, like, four. You were an infant. Well, they were friends since they were, like, infants, so yeah. it's, like, so so confusing. The timeline gets a little gray. They, I might have, like, they, as in Mac and Cassie, my brother sister and my brother-in-law, yeah. they dated since they were in, like, 6th and 7th grade. No, 8th and ninth. So, oh, wait, no, 8th and 9th. 8th and 9th? 7th and 8th. I don't remember. 7th no, and 8th. 14. We were both 14. I don't know. They were middle school me. sweethearts, and now they're married, so that's who we're talking about. Yeah, and this is, like, a complete side tangent, but, and I don't know, maybe I didn't, like, love him until I was, like, 15 or 16, but it, like, literally pisses me off whenever people say that, because I look back, and I did feel extremely strong, strongly, and not in, like, a, oh my gosh, but, like, commitment to like like literally never broke it was like yeah like like i care about you but also i think it can be like like 
even my elementary school best friend, like, I still love her to this day. Yes. And I haven't talked to her in, like, 10 years. But I, like, I literally, I care more about her than probably, like, most people. You know what I mean? Like, because you, like, you're either, when you're a kid, like, you don't have that many people in your life. So the people that you do, I think that, like, you really hold on to. Yeah. And, like, more some personalities than others, but... I think, yeah, like, best friends and, like, going through, like, girl drama and whatever. Like, that is, like, your whole world when it's you're a kid. It's very impressionable. Yeah. And just, like, growing up is really stressful. Even just, like, your body, to who you are. Yeah. Yeah, like, all of that is Social such norms. impressionable years. Like, that's way more stressful than even... People always say, like, oh, life doesn't get stressful or hard until you, like, have, have to start paying bills. Like, bull crap. Like, trying to figure out who I was and being paying insecure. Paying bills is, like, thank God, but paying bills is, like, the least of my worries. Literally. Like, yeah. I, I Trying to figure out who I was and, and trying to be confident and trying not to be the most insecure thing ever was, like, way harder than... Money or... Going to a job. Yeah. Like, yeah. like Try, working nine to five. Like, yeah. it's fine. I can handle that. It's, like, like all like the other kids things. kids go through a lot. They Try, really do. Try playing kickball in front of your peers and not wanting to Or, like, to getting yelled kickball. at by your PE teacher. Like, oh, that's the worst. I still I still remember getting in trouble no. when Miss Dacus... Miss... Or... Coach Jones. Audrey, don't okay, say any say names. Name. Oh, my God. said it, too. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you guys are so dumb. Well, they were mean. Anyways, I remember playing softball in the, um, like at recess or whatever, but it was with PE, so it wasn't at recess, it was just like in the playground. And I was in like fourth grade, and I let go of the bat. Like when I swung, I like let go, I guess, too early or something, and the, the bat like swung, and I literally got chewed out and like got pulled off of the. Like I had to sit on the sidelines. I was and like, watch who would have told you that? I'm you like, literally, I'm like an eight year old. I've never played self- softball in my life, and you literally are chewing me out in front of everyone. I was mortified. Like it was an accident, okay? It was my first time ever swinging, too. Like, yeah. give me a break. If you aren't called to be a teacher or you don't have patience, then don't be a teacher, please. Yeah, or just, like, think about the repercussions of what you're saying. Like, kids are I'm literally preaching to myself, <laughs> but. Yeah. All right, let's wrap this up. Okay. So, anyways, what did you, did you have, like, an underlying message about. Yeah, what's the point? About anxiety. Um, I just think that, like, we need to realize that everybody has anxiety about something. So, one, you're not alone. And two, if you express your feelings to anybody, they'll probably be like, oh, well, this is how... Me too. I have anxiety yeah. or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But just know that, like, everybody's trying. Mm-hmm. And also just, like, reach out for help. Like, if your friend doesn't want to listen to you, then that's fine. Because, like, I don't want to listen to everyone else sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, you know, I've got enough stress. I don't need your stress as well. So, literally go to therapy. Go to... Um, group counseling, talk to a pastor, yeah, talk to like school counselor, like someone who you can vent to that's maybe like a not biased like party. Well, you also need to make sure that you can trust them too because I've had friends in life that like just give you I such crap not. advice. Yeah. Well, that and also like spread the, my my business around and like yeah. some people just should not be trusted with your your baggage, personal whatever. yeah yeah your business. I always went to my favorite teacher and mm-hmm. that didn't yeah that's me great. wrong. It's great. Yeah, because, like, who's she going to tell? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's why she's there. She's. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Who cares about you? Like, half of the high school teacher's job is to deal with students' crap. Yeah. 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 100%, dude. (laughs) Make them pass their tests and get them socially ready for the world. Mm Mm-hmm. So, anyways, yeah. Some did better than others. Everyone needs someone to vent to in that 
um, someone is out there. You just got to find them. And it's taken Audrey a while to, like, find therapists that she likes or psychiatrists um, or even, like, she tried uh, group therapy and she loved that. And most of the time you can find, like, free um, group therapy at either hospitals or churches. You just, like, can look online. Um, but also yeah, you can just, go to your community center and, like, ask them. Just Google it for sure. Um, and, like, I had to kind of dig through the weeds and find a free one, but there are free ones out there for sure. Yeah. Um, I will include a link in the description of where I go to therapy for it says depression and bipolar, but you don't have to be bipolar or clinically depressed to go. You can just go and listen, or you can go and vent, vent to people. Yeah. Um, and then also most churches have, like, a counselor or a therapist on staff that will do, like, free free sessions and stuff. Um, so and you don't have picture. to go... You don't have to go to church or the church to Yeah, no, you can counseling. literally just be, like, next door and be like, hey, I'm coming. Every time, like, okay. I think group therapy, a picture of the heart of Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> following our stars, that it's, like, the best, coziest environment. Yeah. That anyways... The literal heart of Jesus. The literal heart the of literal. Jesus. So, anyways, yeah, there's just, like, something you can Christ find. Christ is our friend and he'll, he'll be there till the end. end. <laughs> <laughs> like, so dumb. Um, but, like, the best book in the world. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's it. You gonna wrap it up, Odge? Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. Good luck out there. Ooh. <laughs> <you> stole it. <laughs>